Frankly, I want to make sure because this is a business-minded podcast. And the catchphrase here is getting service professionals to fall in love with the idea of being an entrepreneur. A lot of you are like, well, Sean and Lacey, the thing that I'm best at is doing the thing that I do. Right. You know, maybe you're an orthodontist, you're a dentist, you're a massage therapist, a physical therapist, and you get phenomenal results. Well, yes. And I'm actually suggesting even on the None of Your Business podcast is that you even get better. If that's your thing, if yeah. you're unbelievably good at it, then by getting even better and optimizing your results naturally will drive more business. It's 100%. just how it works. It, it requires a degree of discernment and skill for us to be able to look out and determine what we're really good at. Yep. And then it requires dedication to actually decide to get even better at it in lieu of chasing these things that we're not very good at or maybe don't even really like doing and trying to learn these things potentially at the sacrifice, too, of the things that we're already good at. Right. Um, that's why for today, our recommendation is optimize first and then innovate. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new edition of the None of Your Business podcast. We've got Sean and Lacey here, and we are honored to jump right back into your headphones or your stereo or whatever it is that you are doing now to bring you some thoughts and ideas, perspectives to help you as a service provider to fall in love with the idea of being an entrepreneur. We want to help you to reach more people, to make a bigger impact, and to create the lifestyle that you desire. Today, we are talking about innovations and optimizations. In fact, we always say optimize first and then innovate. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody that's listening to a podcast like this is probably looking for new ideas. Like, hey, I wonder if there's any new ideas on none of your business this particular week, but this week we're focusing more on the optimization side rather than the innovation side because we have seen that if you would focus this week on optimizing, you could potentially double, triple, or more your revenue without even having to do anything new or learning anything new. It's just doing what you're doing well and doing it better. And I, I love this concept because people come to us all the time and they say, I just want to have more additional revenue streams. Yes. I can't even tell you how many times a week somebody says those words to us. Somebody and out there is telling people that entrepreneurs need to have a gazillion, a gazillion revenue, revenue streams. A gazillion revenue streams. And we get it. Like we, You hear this from individuals all around you. Well, you just need more revenue streams. You can't put all your eggs in one basket. And while I don't disagree with that. Right, because we have multiple we revenue have multi streams, so let's not be hypocritical. No. But the way that you get there is the, important. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. I don't disagree with having lots of revenue streams. What I do disagree with is doing it before you figured out how to do the thing that you're already doing really, really well. So optimize first and then innovate. Right. So what are some tips? What do I do if I want to optimize? So first off, from an optimization standpoint, figure out what is that one thing that right now is providing you the majority of your income and look at the different ways that you can increase the experience around it 
which will ultimately increase the value. That's where I would start because I think a lot of times people are like, well, how do I just continually work on my skill set? How do I get better at selling this thing? How do I get better at marketing it? Or they look at everything outside because I know the, oh, I've got to become a funnel builder and then I'm going to take a copywriting oh, sure. course and then I'm going to, and to you're just like. To get more people and to, to get to the thing that you do. Meanwhile, right? the thing you've gotten the majority of your clients say through referrals. Right. And you haven't optimized your referral strategies. You just have right. the one. You happen to be really good at it and it works and that's how you built your business. And before you thought about optimizing it, off you went and you started to build funnels and write emails <laughs> and do all of these things. What we're suggesting is if you've already started your business and you found success through referrals, then let's optimize and let's create multiple referral strategies or even take your existing referral strategy and multiply it by two, three, four, or 10 Get it going to its maximum ability. So I love it. So your tip number one would be looking at how your business gets generated and optimizing that specifically around referrals. Do you only have one strategy? We need many more and we need to learn how to do them better. And then my tip is just the experience itself from the moment that they call on the phone to if they if you have a brick and mortar business, the moment they walk through the door, what does it smell like? What does it feel like? Because experience matters when it comes to keeping the people that you've got in. Mm. So experience helps with retention because we always think about that. Well, how do I get more people? How do I get more people? How do I increase my referrals? How do I get more sales? Well, what about optimizing the individuals that are already there by giving them a higher value, higher level experience so they stay longer? So I would recommend then, or you sounds like you're recommending first that you look at, contemplate, meditate, consider what you are really, really good at. Yes. And that's something that most people don't want to do, right. interestingly, because we just think about all the things that we're not good at, and then we're trying to find things to fill the gaps. Let's think about what are you really good at, and then let's, before we buy that course on you know building funnels or copywriting emails or whatever the thing is, building a membership site, before we do that, let's sit and think about how, maybe even taking courses on how to get better at the thing that you're good at, right? right? So let's optimize that. Let's make sure that we're like super good. Here's the next thing that I would do is I would ask my internal staff what do you think i'm really good at mm -hmm. or we collectively are good at right. what do we as a business do really really well well we you know maybe like you said maybe we have retention strategies like people love that we give them gifts or people love um you know the referral strategies we use and whatever that is and then i would involve them and i would ask love well that. how can we collectively get even better sometimes look it's like let's just add a second gift or let's just add a second touch point a phone call Sometimes it's super easy to make it that much better. The third thing that I would do, um, and you can speak on number two or number yeah. three, but the third thing I would do is I would ask my colleagues. Yeah. I would ask you know, the people that I hang out with, what do you think that as a company or as an individual that we are really good at? And then I would then take that and I would think about how I would amplify that. And I want to make sure that everybody understands, I, I would do all of that, all of that before I even thought about some newfangled thing that I was trying to get into. Yeah, I, what I was gonna say to your last two points is so many times we make an assumption or about what we're good at, but it's based off of the skill set because that's what mm. we live in and that's what we're doing mm. on a day-to-day -day basis. So we're like, well, I'm really good at delivering my service. Or you talk a lot when, about what you like. Yeah. I like that too. What's that? Where you talk about there's things that you are good at and you like, oh. 
There's things that you are good at and you don't Don't like. like. And so the tendency is to say, oh, I'm really good at the the things things that I I like. like. Right. But in reality, you may be able to amplify the things that you're really good at, but you don't necessarily like. And that may be one of the holes in the bucket that if you patch that up, you could actually increase your ability to take care of more people and have more revenue. Right. So. Again, I think asking other individuals is a a powerful recommendation because we oftentimes can't see the stuff that we are really good at because we only have a small hole in which we're looking through. And a lot of the people, too, frankly, I want to make sure because this is a business minded podcast and the catchphrase here is getting service professionals to fall in love with the idea of being an entrepreneur. I don't want to minimize, though, the results that you get. A lot of you are like, well, Sean and Lacey, the thing that I'm best at is doing the thing that I do. Right. You know, maybe you're an orthodontist, you're a dentist, you're a massage therapist, a physical therapist, and you get phenomenal results. Well, yes. And I'm actually suggesting even on the none of your business podcast is that you even get better. If that's your thing, if you're unbelievably good at it, then by getting even better and optimizing your results naturally will drive more business. It's just how it works. It, It requires a degree of discernment and skill for us to be able to look out and determine what we're really good at. Yep. And then it requires dedication to actually decide to get even better at it in lieu of chasing these things that we're not very good at or maybe don't even really like doing and trying to learn these things potentially at the sacrifice, too, of the things that we're already good at. Because while you're out there trying to learn how to build funnels and staying up late at night with your copywriting course and maybe you're trying to become a phenomenal public speaker when you're just not cut out to do that, you are taking time away from amplifying your skill at the things that you're actually really good at. Nothing against innovation. We should do a podcast someday on innovation. In fact, when we do masterminds, we break our masterminds down into those two components, right? Well, three, because we figure out deficiencies first. Right. Well, we we talk about that, but then (laughs) then the two components are we spend the first half of the mastermind when we're reconstructing business is looking at things that you do really well and optimizing. That's before we do anything else, because just by optimizing and making tweaks where we optimize, we can produce massive ROIs on their investments for the mastermind. But then we talk about innovation and innovation are all of the things. And frankly, here's what the problem is, is innovation usually falls in the area of things that you don't even actually know exist. Right. Right. Because that's what makes it innovative. Right. right? So you have to to find out about it and then you have to learn it and apply it. Um, That's why for today, our recommendation is optimize first and then innovate. Yeah, I absolutely love this business bit because if you just take this one concept and think every day, how can I just get 1% better or half a percent better at the thing that I'm already good at? By the end of the year, your business trajectory, your life trajectory will be massively different. And that's with learning absolutely nothing new. Nothing new. All right, folks, thank you so much for tuning in to the None of Your Business podcast. Please do us a favor. Make sure that you have subscribed to the podcast on your favorite platform. And if your platform allows it, please leave us a review. We appreciate so much your support. We do understand that support is conditional. We hope that you continue to find value here on the None of Your Business podcast. Don't forget, coming up, oh my gosh, because we spend our winters in Naples, Florida. Yes, we do. Heading back to Indiana soon to the primary studio, we are going to be dropping tons and tons, I mean tons, 
of interviews with all kinds of A-list entrepreneurs who are wildly successful in their space, and we're going to be asking them for advice to help you. They might not be in the service space, but we're going to leverage their knowledge and experience and what they've done to help you to build your service-based business, again, so that you can reach more people, make a bigger impact, and create the lifestyle that you desire. Don't miss out. Make sure you hit subscribe so that you get all of our newest updates right here on the None of Your Business podcast. We'll be back again next week with a brand new episode. Thank you so much for tuning in.